Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So, podcast number 55, and there's only one oh, way yeah. to start it. It's coming home, it's coming <laughs> home. Now, the only issue with doing that is that, yep. obviously, England play again on Saturday. Yeah, so, so we if could people, be out of date immediately. Uh, yes, yeah, so if people listen on Sunday and I'm there singing away, it's coming home and we've been knocked yeah. out. Um, Goodbye. They'd be like, is he Scottish? Is he this Welsh? <laughs> Who is this guy? Is he from the Ukraine? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that could be very quickly out of date. Um, although, although it could work because we could have smashed the Ukraine, we'd be in the semi-final oh, yeah. and people would be singing along with me. So, um, yeah, it depends on, on when you're listening to this to um, how relevant that was. But, I mean, we could... Well, let's start there. Just... Um, I, do you know what? It's just... I, for me, I don't know about you, but it's what's been needed. I know we're not everyone likes yeah. football, but it's just... It has given the country a lift. And even if, like I say, you, you couldn't care less about football, I still think you'll be riding on everybody else's positivity, which is only a good thing. Do you know what's weird? I was I was on the radio yesterday when the game was on. So the first half of the game, I was, I was on air. And so I watched it with the sound off. And then coming back, I listened to it. And um, one of the things I was saying on air, which was exactly how I felt was, I'm in my early 40s now. So essentially what that means is my experience really started in 1986 with the international team. Mm. Uh, I was well into it by Italian 90. I had like the book where you collected the, yeah, um, the silver yeah, coins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I, I had coins actually from a petrol station. Wow. Yeah, I think they were from a petrol station. Um, and then, you know, I was 18 during Euro 96. Great it was like time. the best time. Yeah. I was going to pubs to watch it. And then, you know, in my local area, there were some legendary venues in places like Cahoots where people would go and watch the football. Mm. And then the Japan-South Korea in 2002 when you were out at like the crack of dawn. Yeah, that was like very 6 a.m., wasn't it? In like That's right. about having a pint of lager. But, <laughs> do you know, you know, and then if you think about all the tournaments, in my lifetime we've been the nearly men we've mm. been the coulda woulda shudder and they've broken my heart a little bit you know like I've lo- I've fallen in love with them a million times but they've broken my heart too many times so going into last night's game I really was a little bit lacking in optimism I think I was just a bit and when I, when they announced the squad and it was quite a defensive squad, I was a bit like, mm, right, so mm. we're, we're not in for a thriller here. <laughs> um, so I think it's just I'm a, I'm a product of all the international tournaments we've had during my lifetime, I suppose. So, yeah, and, and well, last night you couldn't help but get swept along with it all. Oh, it was just, brilliant. it was brilliant. I, mean, I couldn't wait to get home and actually watch the goals. Well, let's be honest. I mean, unless you were in and around... Uh, in 1966, yeah. um, you know, let's be honest, if you were 10 in 1960s, anything before that, you wouldn't really remember it as much, obviously. Well, do you know what, Jed? My dad um, is was the same age as my son is now, or very similar, maybe a f- fraction older, and he just said, 
I remember the World Cup final being on in our house and I wasn't that bothered about it. Yeah, so I got on just, my bike and, yeah. and cycled down to my granddad's because the house was so noisy and full. Because mm. I think his family had like one at few tellies in the street. So, but he said it, it weren't really, I weren't bothered. And I went on my bike and went to meet my granddad while the World Cup final was, was on. Mm. So that's that's my dad. And even he, back in the 66 Cup final, weren't that bothered yeah. about it. Because of the age. So like you say, yeah. you know, a, a lot of people... Um, are sort of in the same boat as as us, really, aren't they? You know, just everything's been a disappointment. There have been so many. I mean, we've had lots of teams that you've not really thought were going to do anything and, and obviously didn't. We've not qualified for tournaments. And then, you know, to semi-finals in 1996 and, and, and our golden generation that didn't really get anywhere that we, you know... They didn't live thought, up to the promise, no, did they, the golden generation? And, and they and just didn't. It was so sad. And then we've got this one, which again is a kind of a golden generation and everyone's saying, oh, you know, look at the talent. And then as you rightly said, you know, you looked at the team sheet and you're like, all our talent's on the bench. Oh my God, <laughs> what's going on? Gareth, what are you doing? But Do you know what fair, though, Jed? I thought maybe that was his game plan. Maybe his game plan was to be super defensive, keep his clean sheet, and then when he felt his clean sheet was a bit safe, go, now I'm going to bring on my like lions who are mm. in this den, pacing, ready to get out here and smash it. Maybe that's his game plan. I mean, obviously, I, I work at Talk Sport, and it, I mean, it's just mental there. Um, as mm. you can imagine, um, at the weekend, we were talking about this, and we were saying, you know, what... And so many people tweeting and texting, saying, you know, what's he doing? We've got to be playing this person, that person. We've got to go more attacking. And, and, and I actually said, I said, I personally think that Southgate... He's he's been he's been super ballsy here and going completely against the grain of the nation and going yeah. hang on a minute. I man. think that for us to win this tournament, I don't think there's that many teams that are very good defensively. And if we are the best defense, we know we've got great players in front that would nick a goal or can obviously create more chances. And as long as we're defensively brilliant that's our route to win the tournament. I think he's gone back over the history books and obviously over the kind of the international scene as it as it stands now. And he's obviously looked at that Portugal game where Germany absolutely battered Portugal and that was the wing backs just you know, you know mm. just run riot uh, over a very attacking Portugal side. So he's you know, this guy is you know, I get it because I was like, oh you know but I thought what Jed. a ballsy, ballsy guy. Because Can if they would have if they'd have lost that game, he would have been vilified for yeah. because and absolutely because everyone have been like too defensive needs to go needs to be sacked but the balls to sort of go I know what I'm doing I believe this is right and obviously it came off so fair play when I mean obviously was his I, I, I was 18 I was uh, drunk most of the time drunk, for Euro 96 <laughs> was was he a defensive player yeah, was that his nat- right okay I thought that yeah. was it yeah so for me him putting to bed the ghost of his own bad experience in being back at Wembley mm. being back against Germany must have been on a really personal level really I don't know oh, a amazing. real yeah. defining moment for him and the fact that they won and won decisively and we've kept a clean sheet I mean wow yeah. he's done his homework he has to have done you don't fluke a win like that no fantastic so uh, absolutely um, fair play to Gareth Southgate I think he's proven a, a lot of people wrong um, 
he's proven me wrong in a way. I, I thought we, we, we would have gone more attacking, maybe should have gone more attacking in this tournament. And he's, you know, certainly proved me wrong in that, you know, it's not all about just going gung-ho and trying to win 5-4 because you could easily in one game get knocked out because it might just not happen for you. As we've maybe seen. That's his, maybe that's his game plan then. Well, I Maybe that's so. his game plan, Mr. Clean Sheet. I think so. And, That's uh, how you win. So, so fair play to him. But um, but like I say, we're talking about this. We could get battered 4-0 on, um, on Saturday <laughs> by a team. No! <laughs> by no, I'm team feeling more positive. I'm believing again. I'm believing again. <laughs> but it's great. Like you said, I mean, just... I mean, the, we're at the school gates this morning. This is the day after, of course, the Germany game. And, you know, bleeding kids have got flags and the parents oh, are yeah. all... Uh, pa- you know what's funny? Parents. And uh, there was one parent... And she was the she was just at the gate. She's like, not even realizing she's sort of humming the song. And it's I don't know. It's just it's just it does, isn't it funny how it, we've it, a lift like that has it really unifies, needed. doesn't it? It oh, unifies and it lifts, brilliant. and it's that whole combination. It, it is beginning to feel. I, I honestly believe that if we win on Saturday, it will feel reminiscent of the summer of '96. Oh, it has 100%. to. And I've said to people so many times. Um, because it really frustrates me that I'm probably one of the oldest in a lot of my friendship groups. And I say, (laughs) I I wish you could have experienced the summer of 96. It was the absolute best. It was just... The whole country was on a high for the the whole tournament from beginning to end. Even when we got knocked out, it was sad, but it was just a brilliant summer. The sun was shining and, you know, it was was epic. And I really feel like if we win on Saturday, then I definitely feel like it's going to feel just like it did in 96. The Jed and Hayley Show. As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. And it's been announced this week that from the cobbles of Coronation Street to the shores of Blackpool, Vicky Entwistle is set to join the cast of this year's much-anticipated panto, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. We have waited for this one, Jed. <laughs> she is going to be alongside uh, panto legend of Britain's Got Talent finalist, Steve Royal, for the annual performance, of course, Steve playing Muddles and Vicky playing the Wicked Queen. Um, I just think it's going to be absolutely brilliant. And she's such a nice woman, you know. She, um, The first panto I ever did, Cinderella, she came along to see because she's a good friend of Steve's. And she's just, you know, because in your mind you go, she's she's Janice Battersby, isn't she, yeah, off Corrie? Yeah, that's who she is. Kind of character. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. she joined Coronation Street, that's when people were watching it in there. You know, mm. everyone watched it and the Battersby's arrived and she was the big, you know, matriarch of the family <laughs> and she was amazing. But in actual fact, she's just, she's a really, really nice woman. I, was, I've interviewed I don't know, when, she's that good an actress. I was yeah. convinced that she was just like a character and when she's the opposite. She, she's when super was she nice. last at the Grand doing her... I'm going to say... Um, it must have maybe been that ten year. years ago. Yeah, it must maybe have been ten that years year. ago. It must have been that year. I, I definitely interviewed her hundred percent, and um, I agree because it would have been a you know a, 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 a panto thing. There was quite a few people there, and and you're absolutely right. Just really good. And do you know what it was? I think it was more like um, a bit of an open day, you know, sort of promoting the panto. Uh-huh. And it was. It was a sort of a. A bit of an interview off stage, you know, just for sort mm-hmm. of you know, playing out. And then um, an interview kind of on a stage area. 
and then um and that was when she like sort of snapped into the character and um mm-hmm. you're absolutely right just could turn it on like that so uh, fantastic really really good and the thing is as well she's like a proper actress oh, she's yeah. done like Les Mis yeah, yeah. in yeah, london yeah, you know, like yeah, she's yeah. done not some amazing yeah. stuff <laughs> she's yeah she's not just a soap actress she is a real talent and and i know that her and steve are really really good friends and they have been since they worked together like i say 10 years ago about and they've kept in touch you know she does often come up to the panto when she's not in it to watch it because she loves the theater and yeah she's a good a very good friend of steve so i know they're in for a very very brilliant christmas and of course you can grab your tickets at blackpoolgrand.co.uk but i think the message is jed book early i know loads of people have rebooked but if you've sort of been been sort of holding off the message is get yourself booked in because with the gap of last year people (laughs) will be chomping at the bit to get themselves sat down and shouting he's behind you uh, as quickly and as early as possible so get booking at blackpoolgrand.co.uk it's time for story of the week okay then well this week's story of the week i've got a couple um i have got (laughs) f-bomb and i've got extreme measures Oh, when do you want? Oh, for good F bomb. Start. Let's start with that. Okay. Well, it's more of a conversation I wanted to have with you, really, because it's in the paper today that a woman allows her daughter to swear as much as she wants. She's an education professional, and she generally tends not to swear out of habit, but her husband is a, is a bit of a swearer. <laughs> so her daughter's picked up on the swear words, and they're absolutely fine with it. She says, as parents who believe in doing our best to model the behaviour we expect from our children, it'd be hypocritical to hold our child to a standard that neither of us adhere to. So... Um, by allowing her, without penalty, uh, to swear our daughter understands the value of a spirited S-word and a cathartic <laughs> feeling well, with a well-placed F-bomb. Um, does it say how old she is? No, she's five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it sounds to me like she's a little Does it say how old? I just think it's a little She's in the article. Must do. Come on. I mean, no. I mean, she's... I think if she's sort of 12, 13, I think you you know, you, you do know swear words by then. And you are yeah. sort of using them with your mates. And I think yeah. I think if it slipped out with the parents, you'd be like, okay, you know, that you... Uh, but I don't know, as a parent, you wouldn't want it... You wouldn't want it being dropped, you know, all the time. I just think it would, mm-hmm. you know, or, or in, in public... You won't want your kid just going around effing and jeffing. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, just, I don't care what anyone says. It reflects on you I as think a parent. Does, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Like, we have a list, and Freddie regularly checks in with us if something is on the list. Um, and you know how bad I can swear, Jen. <laughs> and my God, I've had to rein it straight in. And sometimes, if I'm furious, I can't help it. I just cannot help it. And then after I've calmed down a bit, Freddie seems to know the exact amount of time to leave it to just go through what I've said with me and just make sure what's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, Mummy, is um, and like it, it, it really weird one the other night. He went. Um, Mummy, is withered on the list? I said, withered? He said, yeah, am I allowed to say withered? I said, do you know what it means? And he said, no. I was like, well, it's like, it means something like old and a, a bit, a bit, 
wrinkly and, and a bit tired and a bit, you know, a bit like I feel sometimes. And he's like, hmm. So we said it a few times. I was like, but no, it's not on the list, Ollie. You can say withered, you know, mm. when someone's feeling a bit old and tired. And then he went, hmm. Like granddad. I was like, well, maybe let's not. <laughs> let's not start. Let's, let's not. But I'll tell you what else is on the list. Um, idiot is on the list. He's not right. allowed to say idiot. Yeah, yeah. And fat is on the list oh, because right. um, f- uh, because he doesn't mean to, but Freddie's got quite a loud voice and he's got quite a clear voice. Mm. So he, he, yeah, he can sometimes say things so and he sound worse than he actually over there are. And it, yeah, I know what you mean. It can be a bit... Yeah. yeah, and and he just and although it's an adjective and it's fine to use, I'm a bit funny about it. So I, I, it's on the list as something that you don't call someone. It's okay to use the word fat, but it's not okay to call someone fat. So fat's on the on the list. There's one I use uh, quite a lot, and I didn't realise how much I used it. Um, uh, it, it. It rhymes with pick, and um, and I and I say it a lot, and. <laughs> When you when you hear your own uh, child from the back of the car go, uh, "Mummy, you can't say pick," you know, I'm like, "Oh, sorry." And then he walked, he walked, he once went up to John, and this is I don't even know why I'm sharing this because it's so cringe. He once went up to John. I wasn't in the room, and he said, uh, "Daddy, are you a head?" And uh, <laughs> And John went, where have you heard that? Where have you heard that I am that? Mummy, mummy, when you And then that's exactly what Freddie said. He went, well, mummy said you are one. I was like, oh, God. Nearly every day. So so John comes in, we have a bit of a row, and I was like, and I wouldn't mind. I don't even know when I'd said it. You know when, like, I was like, well, I've not said it today. Just all the time. Just in general. Uh, But... Honestly, wait till oh, Charlie starts brilliant. dobbing you straight in, Jed. It's brilliant. murder, honestly. Oh, yeah. So wait yeah. till you get your own list. That's what we have. We don't <laughs> write the list down, but we discuss the list as if it's like an actual thing. Oh, and you'd be amazed what words end up on there. Oh, very good. Uh, right, quickly, what's this other one, the other story? Uh, well, the extreme measures is, you might have seen the pictures, and I actually thought it was a joke, like an April Fool's type joke, but it's actually not. There's a weight loss device, and you know me, Jed, love a diet, mm. uh, that's called Dental Slim and it literally locks your mouth closed. <laughs> so it's it's been developed by the UK and universities of Otago and the researchers have called it the world first weight loss device which attaches to teeth and prevents patients from opening their mouths wider than two millimetres using magnetic devices and custom manufactured locking bolts. Are you having that? I mean it sounds painful to me just to stop putting food it in looks, your face. There's but... pictures of it online and it looks like a really bad, like weird filling yeah. on your top and bottom yeah. teeth, and that's it. And it proper like locks your jaw because apparently in the eighties, before my time, but I read about it, people had their jaws surgically wired shut. <laughs> what to stop eating? <laughs> yeah, back in the day. And there's like literally a device now, and there's a picture of it like in situ in someone's mouth. They've got like a locking bolts, magnetic field, and like a safety measure. Because apparently, if you're sick, then you could choke because you can't yeah, get it out of course. your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got like this like safety catch Ooh. on it or whatever. But you know, you go, what? What is the world coming to when that's just like an option? Yeah. It will just uh, just bolt your gob shut. Have you yeah. have you ever done anything extreme in the old? Um, 
Any anything extreme like that, Jed? Would Not that like be your that. I mean, full on that? Isn't I just, it? And also with that safety catch, it just won't work for me because I'd be like. Oh, there's a box of penguins there in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, I think I feel a bit sick. Let me just release the safe. There we go, and then shove them all in. Just so, to be uh, on the safe just, side. Just be on the safe side, you know. I'll and, just uh, release that catch. Have ten penguins. penguins. <laughs> Read all the jokes, and we're happy as Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be fat. <laughs> is it right or oh, is it wrong? So, three new stories here. One of these is right too are wrong but which one is it got it right last week well done um, i know thank so, you very much first story amanda holden you know the uh britain's got talent judge oh, yeah. and uh, radio presenter and everything really you always choose people i don't she, like last week it was clarkson and this week it's amanda holden I tell you what, what an agent she's got i mean she's she literally yeah. is everywhere and um and, like you say, and she's not particularly talented you know like if I, if I was to if you saw, if you asked me what she were talented at, radio presentation isn't on there. Mm. Looking younger than her age is on the list. Yeah, yeah, she looks good. I, I just think that, um, yeah, I just, I was like, blimey, and and she, yeah, what is she an actress? Is she by trade? Is she an actress? I don't know what she is by trade, Jed. I or genuinely she, don't know. I can't remember what she started off. I was going to say weather, but that was Ulrika Johnson, wasn't it? So I don't think it. Yeah, no, she she was married to bloody Les Dennis. Yeah, so maybe she. I don't know. Anyway, oh, um, Amanda Holden. She's um, apparently she's almost joined. You know the Mile High Club. There's a proper like oh, little right. club that um, that you can join nice. uh, with a fella Chris Hughes. Uh, apparently they were um, you know about to 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 get full membership, um, but. Uh, just said apparently they backed out of their raunchy plans uh, as they realised too many other passengers could have spotted them. But have said that if um, if there was a bit of a well, you know obviously COVID these half planes mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be too amiss to uh, get involved and join that famous. Oh, club. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next one, you know Matt Hancock. Uh, what a week he's had oh, for. God. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> a terrible week. Uh, but anyway, um, apparently he's uh, been offered. Uh, a lifeline, obviously, because of everything that's gone on, you know, mm-hmm. things have happened. I think he's still an MP, so he's, he's still getting paid. But anyway, um, he's been offered a lifeline. Apparently, he's signed up to appear in this year's I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Um, and the next one, former boxer Chris Eubank, is uh, is going to become a truck driver after he renewed his HGV license. Um, I don't know if you remember this, he was he used to have a big truck. Uh, he used to be regularly okay. seen in Brighton in the 90s and stuff like that, and obviously mm-hmm. um, he's been doing other things, but um, big hobby of his, absolutely loved driving it, and said uh, he wants to get back into it, so he's gonna renew his license and uh, become a truck driver again. Okay, all right, that's that's not bad. I've actually had a little look at about Amanda Holden. Oh yeah, what's what? She, you were right, the first thing she did was blind date. And then she was married to um, in Les pres- Dennis. Was on blind date. Yeah, she or- was a contestant in '91 ah, before right. she met Les. And then she was kind of in like five episodes of EastEnders in the '90s. Right. She was in the Bill for one episode. Uh, she was in. So she she did a few little bits like she was in Jonathan Creek, and yeah. she was girl number two in Hail and Pace. Um, and then she she splits up with um les yeah, by having an affair yeah. with neil what's his face Do you remember him neil oh, morris Morrissey from Morrissey, yeah, yeah 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 then all of a sudden she's like gets the grimleys 
Um, she then plays Kiss Me Kate in the West End. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she's got like some. Mega, mega star, she's Whoa. famous then, actually. There you go. So um, yeah, she's done like Shrek, and so she's an actress. Yeah, she's done. Um, She's there done bits go. of acting, but yeah, it was basically divorcing Les Dennis, which uh, <laughs> which made her famous. Um, okay, Amanda Holden. Um, maybe I don't. You'd know about Amanda Holden was on your flight, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? You know it was there. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you'd be, you know, I wouldn't be bothered, but I imagine some people are like, oh, it's Amanda Holden. Mm. What's she wearing? Where's she going? Um, Where's he going? Yeah. Um, So, oh, and and just thought of the Mile High Club. If you've ever been on a, on the loop. It's, this is a funny smell. There's a funny chemical smell. I mean, I've got the bladder of a camel jet. I very rarely go to the toilet on a flight. But when I had Freddie and I had to change his nappy and when, like, you know, you, 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 you know, they're, learning to go to the toilet mm. I had to go quite often I thought it stinks in it it's the last place in the world where you'd be like aye aye is it is it ek and it's and too small had, come on everyone would know yeah, exactly and the, the steward um, flight attendants they always stand at the back or the front where the toilets are yeah. so you know you can't. Put it this way, Jenny. If they know if you've gone in there for a crafty fag, they'd know if you've gone in there for a crafty... Yeah. Another yes, thing that rounds yes, with fag. Oh, yeah. Oh, side would be banging the door. <laughs> what? Depends what position you're in. <laughs> I'm leaving this conversation. No, um, like, so... <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm dismissing that, Fair Amanda. No. Uh, no. Sm- under those smell. conditions, right, no thanks. Um, so who was next? Matt Hancock going into a celebrity. I mean, what a guess. Love Island, maybe. Love Island. I'm, yeah. I'm a celebrity. Um, I, I don't know. It's a possibility because his 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 career is not in great Go shape on, now. You could argue. So he'd get a nice big payday from ITV and mm. then disappear into obscurity. That would yeah. be good. Yeah, um, yeah. and what's the last one? The last one was. Chris Eubank with um, his old tray, a massive like Yeah, it was dead famous. Yeah, he just rock yeah. up dressed as like a genteel gentleman, <laughs> yeah, but in like a, a truck, yeah. you know, so it was a bit of a contradiction. Um, yeah, that's a possibility because I've seen him in a truck, mm. like in the 90s, I want to say, probably yeah, in a was, tweed suit with a monocle. 90s, yeah. um, so I'm torn between Matt Hancock and Chris Eubank. Mm. I'm going to go Chris Eubank, I think, because I think Matt Hancock um, is going to have more lives than a cat, and I think he'll be he'll be back. I think he'll do that thing that sometimes politicians do, is like disappear for a couple of years, and then when they have a reshuffle, they'll probably put him in charge exactly. of like you know pencils or something. Because he's still an MP, isn't he? He is still. Yeah, an MP, yeah. They can't. That's the problem when you're an MP. You you, you know you've got. Yeah, not as easy as just um, being sacked. Well, it's not Chris Eubank, so yes. It's oh! Not, so it's not Chris Eubank, yeah. yeah it's not. Like Chris. Um, but is it Matt Hancock? Oh, or is it God. Amanda Holden? You're cutting me off, I'm a celebrity, and it's something I look forward to every November, I'm a celebrity. It is Amanda Holden! Yeah, apparently Ooh. she I know, it gets a little frisky up in the air for some strange reason. It's uh, And he's, um, yeah, pretty kind of up for it. 
put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she must like the smell of chemicals. Well, no, she no, must love it. She must be like, woo. If, if she, yeah, she has to keep herself in trim. You can't get much she, in Well, there, that's so. just it. If you Fair pile the pounds on, you've not a prayer no of chance. getting no, frisky inside one of those cubicles. I'd have to say you need to open the other toilet on the other side, love. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need this whole row. <laughs> yeah, we, if you could all just move, it's uh, oh no. I mean, yeah. that is that yeah. is bad. Well, and go. going back very briefly to what we we're saying about kids saying inappropriate things. So Freddie watches a lot of YouTube, and mm. one channel he watches is this American on. And we didn't realise that this is where he's got it from. But Freddie, when he was saying some, you know, when he's having a bit of a laugh. He says, yeah, stop it, you flipping Randy. <laughs> That's his thing to say. And we're like, what, what are you saying, mate? You're you flipping what? Because you're flipping Randy. He says it all the time now. And we were like, where on earth has he got this from? And it turns out to be YouTube. It just yeah. reminded me when uh, I was thinking about Amanda Holden. And uh, yeah, she's flipping Randy. Well, there you go. Um, so uh, well done to me and uh, obviously Amanda Holden is the right answer so yeah well done The Jed and Haley Show Alright then Jed uh, I think I know the answer to this but what are you watching? <laughs> uh, you Rose obviously are still on with that mm-hmm. looping which is okay it's okay it's um, it's no yeah, yeah. money heist it's dubbed it's dubbed uh, as we said last week it's no money heist but it's it's, it's, yeah. it's decent it's a, it's a decent little watch um, but I'll tell you what I did watch at the weekend I watched a few things oh, I Mafia. And what? No, I watched. No, okay. Um, Casino Royale, James Bond film, film, which is brilliant, absolutely superb. But I watched a film that genuinely I've not seen for years. Tom Hanks, and it's on Netflix, um, and it's just a great film because it's a true story, um, and it's. Can you guess which one it is? It oh, been... Captain What's His Bobs. Um, Sully, you Captain... mean? Are you going Sully? Cap... Yeah. Oh, go Captain Phillips. That one. Captain Phillips. Uh... No. The one where is the Somali pirates? That no, one. No. Yeah. No. 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 It's not. It is. It's a film from 1995. So you'd have been 17 based on your 96, okay. 18. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Apollo 13. Do you remember that? Oh, God, yeah. yeah Apollo 30. It's on Netflix. It's come back on. And um, I'd like to I think I watched it in around sort of 95, 96, 97. Um, and, and did enjoy it then. True story. Obviously, it's all about flying to the moon. And um, and just everything went wrong. You know, in the... Because um, yeah. they were saying that 13, you know, that the number was a bit like, ooh, do you want to go on then? And they were like, yeah, we're not bothered. It's just the number. And then just everything went wrong. And actually, when I look, when I start, when I watch it now, and obviously you know more as an adult, it, the, mm-hmm. the sort of... Because the, the, one of the best scenes was basically they're like, right, we, we're running out of oxygen and we've actually hardly any power to get them back to Earth. Like, literally God. no power. So they were... When you talk about like science and engineering, it was just unbelievable. So they said like we need to use the gravity of the moon to basically sort of catapult us back to give us some sort of slingshot, and then we have to release the thrusts at certain time, you know, to, to try and get it back. But the oxygen was a big problem, and basically they said to the engineers, "Listen, we've got a battery, but it won't fit in this certain thing." And he's like, right, this is what they've got on board. And it's obviously not much because there's not much room in these things. This is what they've Mm -hmm. got on board. You need to design something right now. This threw you all this big box on the table. Design something that makes that battery go into that. It's basically, you know, square 
hot peg round hole sort of thing. Jeez. Need to do that and make it work. And um, and they had like about eight hours. And they just had like a team of like 15 engineers literally just thrashing it out, Gosh. you know, some of the best minds. And they did it. And then, of course, they wrote down all the instructions and had to then relay it to them um, in, in space, who then had to build it from their instructions. And hopefully, fingers crossed, it worked. And it did. And that's how it... It's just a great film. You know what I mean? You're just like, what a great mm. film. True story. Thing, You'd forgot about it a bit. Totally forgot about it. So, yeah, Apollo 13, it's on Netflix. And it's just... If you've only seen it once, just watch it again because it is. It's very, very good. Really good. So, well, anyway, what about okay. you? Um, so, yeah, not a great deal, actually. I, but I did watch a, a film on Netflix, which is something I don't do very often. We were looking for something... Because there's not a right lot on. Love mm. Island's just started. And I yeah. kind of dip in and out of that. I quite enjoy that. It's a bit of, like, candy floss for your brain. Um, but um, there was a movie that we watched on Netflix called Murder by the Coast. And it was a true crime. Um, and it's it's... For me, it shows how bad sort of... Um, prejudicing can be so essentially um this this poor girl is is murdered by the coast uh, in spain and they pretty much pin it on someone and it definitely definitely wasn't them when they go back and unpick it there's, there's just there's no way that she could have done it but of course because of the media interest yeah. in the story they just the media pretty much decided it was this person and then hung her out to dry she went to prison it was it's fascinating it's really really good it's only on for like an hour and a half but yeah. enjoyed that this week but i also enjoyed watching the conclusion of rupaul's drag race down under enjoyed <laughs> yeah. that yeah. um and also i've start well i'm finishing off a series that you got me into and i and i deliberately only watched season one and two because i enjoyed it that much i wanted to save season three and that's harlots oh yes yeah 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 really yeah good. so i recorded it to, so i would catch it up at a later mm. date so i've decided that now is the time so i'm on season three of harlots but i'm, I'm watching it really slowly because i know that that's it and uh, harlots is set um is it set in the georgian period oh, i can't quite yeah remember. something like that it's obviously period drama something i mean you love all that don't you i mean it's not for me but i thought it was excellent i thought it was brilliant the yeah was it's really racy it's about the way that that most people earn a living particularly women earn a living mm -hmm. back in the day there was only really one way that they could earn their own money um and that's by selling themselves and so there's the the they have these essentially what were brothels, mm. but then now I'm in season three, they call them, is it a Molly house? Is that how they refer like to them? And then obviously you madam, haven't you? You know, it sort of looks after everyone. And it's all about their mm. lives and stories. And I, what I love about it is it's one of those dramas that just takes you to a different time, a different place. Mm. It's proper escapism. You know, it's not, you know, there's not a mobile phone or a, you know, a, a a pouty lip inside. It's like the opposite <laughs> of Love Island. You know what I mean? Love Island takes you to somewhere that's a little bit like reality with these people. But, you know, when you watch something like Harlots, it's just like people even look so different. They're all like pasty and a bit poorly looking and filthy looking. Mm. Um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying that at the moment. Harlots is a really good watch. I think you maybe can even still possibly catch it on the iPlayer. But yeah, that was a recommendation from you from ages ago. And I loved it that much. I like binged it and then went, oh no, I want to save the last series and watch it in a few months. So yeah, I'm on back on with Harlots and I'm loving it. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, your suggestions always welcome. Uh, Jed and Haley show on Facebook, or you can tweet us at Miss Haley K or at Jed Mills. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.